Welcome to Daily Exhortations. Today we are going to be looking at a little bit more of the story of Joseph. Um, I commented in my devotional journal here that a lot of these last few chapters are ones that we have heard the story of pretty well. Like we know the beginning of Genesis, we know the end of Genesis, it's the stuff that's in between sometimes that we lose track of. Uh, but in this story here, I want to take a different slant than I would normally have, have taken as, as I read through the text. Uh, I want to focus on a different character in, uh, in the life of Joseph, and that was his older brother, Reuben, and kind of do a character study of Reuben just to meditate on being the older brother. Uh, much, much like Reuben, I was the eldest in my family, and elder, elder brothers, the eldest in the family, generally they have a different set of worries, concerns. Uh, they tend to be the more independent, the leaders within the family, um, because of being the first child, being the one who is all on their own for a period of time as well, developmentally. And Reuben, Reuben sometimes he gets a bad rap and he, he deserves some of it. But I also see a lot of good things about, about Reuben in, and throughout the book of Genesis. Now, I mainly drew the, le the third point from this text about Reuben, and I'm trying to scroll down to see where that section begins here. Probably would help if I just searched it, wouldn't it? Okay. <laughs> Reuben, and let's change this to, be nice just to say the current passage. There's a way to do this. Boom. Let's do Genesis. There you go. Enter. Genesis. And if I could spell Reuben right, that might help. E-U-B-E-N. Boom. Okay. Actually, it doesn't say anything. <laughs> okay, well, <clears throat> we'll go ahead and read portions of the story, and we'll go from here. Now, when Jacob saw that there was corn in Egypt, Jacob said unto his sons, why do ye look one upon another? And he said, Behold, I have heard that there is corn in Egypt. Get, get you down thither and buy for us from thence, that we may live and not die. And Joseph's ten brethren went down to buy corn in, in Egypt. That includes, includes Reuben. But Benjamin, Joseph's brother, Jacob sent not with his brethren, for he said, Lest peradventure mischief befall him. And the sons of Israel came to buy corn among those that came, for the famine was in the land. And Joseph was the governor over the land, and he it was that sold to all the people. And Joseph's brethren came and bowed down themselves before him with their face to the earth, which that should be a reminder of the prophecy that Joseph gave that his brothers would be like, uh, what was it, uh, sheaves of, of grain that would bow down to his sheaf of grain, okay? And Joseph saw his brethren, and he knew them, <clears throat> but made himself strange unto them, and spake roughly unto them. And he said, Whence come ye? And they said, from the, from the land of Canaan to buy food. And Joseph knew his brethren, but they knew him not. Okay, So here we have the story. He's talking with his brethren. He, uh, <clears throat> he tells them in verse 16, Send one of you and let him fetch your brother, Benjamin, 
and ye shall be kept in prison, that your words may be proved, whether there be any truth in you, or else by the life of Pharaoh surely ye are spies. And he put them all together into the ward three days. And Joseph said unto them the third day, This do and live, for I fear God. If ye be true men, let one of your brethren be bound in the house of your prison. Go ye, carry corn for, for the famine of your house, but bring your youngest brother unto me. So shall your words be verified, and ye shall not die. And they did so. <clears throat> okay, here's where Reuben comes in. Um, and Reuben answered them, saying, Spake I not unto, thee, unto you, saying, Do not sin against the child, and you would not hear. Therefore, behold, also his blood is required. And they knew not that Joseph understood them, for he spake unto them by an interpreter. So Joseph, Joseph kind of has a problem saying, I told you so. <laughs> you know, that's literally what he's doing here. He said, didn't I tell you don't sin against Joseph back in the day? And now that we look because of what you did, we're having to pay the consequences now. Joseph commanded to fill their sacks with corn and to restore every man's money into his sack and to give them provision for the way. And thus did he unto them, and they laded their asses with corn and departed thence. They go back. Their dad says, you can't go back to Egypt with Benjamin. I won't allow it. In fact, uh, verse 38, my son shall not go down with you, for his brother is dead, and he is left alone. You know, and I bet you I know why Reuben didn't show up. I probably spelt Reuben wrong. Boom. That's why. No, that's not why. <laughs> so, okay. I don't know. That's weird. And the famine was sore in the land, and it came to pass when they had eaten up the corn, which they had brought out of Egypt. We're getting into chapter 43 here. Their father said unto them, Go again, buy us a little food. And Judah spake unto them, saying, The man did solemnly protest unto us that you shall not see my face, except your brother be with you. Okay, and scroll down a little bit more here. Hmm. <clears throat> So and the men took that present, and they doubled the money in their hand, and Benjamin, and rose up and went into Egypt. So they take more money, and they take Benjamin, and they go to approach Joseph for food. And Joseph brings out Simeon onto them. And <clears throat> they bring their presents to him, they, they, uh, this, and they talk to him, saying, Thy servant our father is in good health, he is yet alive. And they bowed down their heads and made obeisance. Now, obviously, a little bit of time has occurred between then and now. Um, and Joseph sees Benjamin, and he weeps at seeing his, his brother. And we know a little bit later on, um, Joseph chapter 44, we're getting a little bit further into the story. He tells them to fill the men's sack with food and to put their money back in there and to put the silver cup in Benjamin's bag. And then they go and they stop him and... Uh, and Benj Benjamin's in trouble, basically, because he's supposed of, of stealing. And then Joseph reveals himself to them. Okay, so that was that was kind of just a summary of the story that we're, we're working through here. But looking back over everything that, that Reuben has done as the older brother in this family, trying to keep this family together, trying to protect them, trying to do what's right, uh, Reuben was the one who tried to save Joseph. In fact, he said that in our in our text today. Did not I tell you not to do any harm to, to the lad? Joseph felt responsibility. It also showed a sense of morality. He did not want his brother to be killed, and he had a concern for the well-being of his family. And honestly, maybe there's an element of a love for his father because he knew what this would do to his father. 
Um, Joseph was clearly the uh, beloved child, and he was worried about that. Um, later on, when uh, Joseph is sold into slavery, and they bring the cloak to Jacob, we see a negative side of Reuben's character in that he went along with the lie. Now, why would he have gone along with the lie? It wasn't his idea to kill. It wasn't his idea to sell. All this happened without him. He had he had made his own plans to try to protect um, Joseph, but Reuben went along with the lie. He and I think he clearly um, didn't want to rock the boat too much. Okay, so sometimes when you're when you're the leader, you also don't want to be hated by everybody, and so you keep your mouth shut when you shouldn't. But he planned to secretly rescue uh, Joseph, and then he said nothing when the brother, other brothers lied to Jacob. So even in his rescue attempt, Reuben did not outright rescue him. He tried to secretly do so. And then here in, the, in this text, we, we kind of missed, missed it in how many chapters we were trying to cover here. But Reuben took it on himself to guarantee Benjamin's safe return to his father. Reuben had his flaws, but I think he also had his strengths. And uh, those, those strengths are a concern for family. Um, there was a morality in his decision-making and he was a he was a responsible leader and so when i when i think of being like the older brother in my family these are things that that really i think they naturally do characterize older brothers but it's a reminder that we do have a responsibility for our family we just because you're not the father or you're not the mother it doesn't mean you don't have any responsibility to your brothers and sisters to care for them to look after their good to do what's right for them um, but also this reminds me of a broader, a broader application, uh, as far as brothers and sisters in Christ, uh, Hebrews talks about lifting up the, the knees that are fallen and making, making straight the paths before them. It's in the context of Hebrews because the author of Hebrews is concerned that as people are being persecuted, they're getting tired, they're getting worn down, they might be tempted to, um, apostatize or to turn back from from following Christianity and so he tells the he tells the body of believers you are to be their strength what believers do we have in the church that are struggling that are having a hard time that need somebody to come alongside them and to lift them up as Christians especially if you're if you've been saved for a while you're the older brother in in the church then we should be taking the opportunities to be concerned about the welfare of the people, to come alongside them, to help to lift them up, and to strengthen them when they are weak. So hopefully, I, obviously, this application is a little bit of a secondary application of broader reaching one, but there there is a challenge for those of us who are older brothers and those of us who are spiritually older brothers as well. Hope you have a great day. God bless.